0: Welcome to the Generations Church Podcast. This is Brian Nugent and I'm the pastor at Generations Church. Thanks for listening today. We hope this message is an encouragement and blessing to your life. For more information about Generations Church and its ministries, check out our webpage at gctlh.org or follow us on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and Twitter. Well, listen, a lot of things changing in the world. And uh, we're trying to do our best in the midst of a changing world to still minister, to still reach out, to still love people. So, Pastor Bo, lots of changes uh, in the world. Uh, What's what's going on, GC Kids, for the next few weeks uh, as far as your connection with them?
1: Yeah, so I just want to say uh, GC Kids is not going to stop. We're going to continue to minister to kids and families. And we've got a lot of great things that are going to still be going on every Sunday at 9 a.m. We're going to be posting uh, a great kids service that will have fun songs. We'll have our silly characters coming, awesome Bible stories. It will be a lot of fun, just like a regular GC Kids service, uh, but right there in your own home. So that's going to be great. And then on Wednesday nights, we have our, uh, we'll have we do a little family devotional, uh, have a little uh, family discussion and time of prayer Uh, with your family in your home. And then just all throughout the week, we're going to be posting different activities, family challenges, things that you can do with your kids. So I hope you'll follow us on Facebook, Instagram. We have our own YouTube page, lots of ways to get connected. So the ministry is going to continue. We're going to stay connected with you. So make sure you Join us for one of those different things there.
0: And Josh, student ministry's changed a little bit. So for students watching today, uh, what's what's your connection point with them throughout the next few weeks? Yeah, if you're
2: a student watching this morning, man, thank you so much for getting out of bed. Actually, you don't have to get out of bed. Stay in your pajamas. No one will know that you're doing that. But hey, so many things have changed. Um, starting today at 5 p.m., me and my wife Marissa are going to be doing something called Sunday Soap s-o-a-p that stands for scripture observation application and prayer We'll be doing a little devotional with you, but it won't just be all Jesus. It'll be some fun, but Jesus and fun can sometimes coexist, right? So we'll have some fun on Instagram. So make sure at 5 p.m. today, if you're a parent watching and and your kid doesn't have an Instagram, maybe you do, Um, maybe you can let them borrow your account for a couple of minutes and just let them tune in because I want to give them Jesus throughout the week. Also, on Monday, we like to have fun, so on Mondays, look out for the memes on Instagram. Everything that we're going to do is going to be through Instagram. There's going to be Me Monday. And tomorrow, me and Pastor Brian were talking about this before the service. Tomorrow, we're going to have a chance to serve our senior adults. So tomorrow at 1030 a.m., I've already got so many students coming to the church. I will drive. We'll take the church van. We're going to deliver care packages and supplies to some of our senior adults who aren't able to get out into the week. And then Wednesday, we're going to have our service online or on Instagram, via Instagram. And man, you would you want to check that out? We're, I'm going to have a great message for you. We're going to have a worship experience. It is going to be so fun. We've got TikTok Thursdays, and then on Friday I'm Facetiming. So just be available, and that's that's kind of what's going on Amen. in GCU.
0: Amen. So we want to take this opportunity to continue continue to connect. Now, there's some different ways, too. There are a lot of people who are find themselves un, unemployed or there's some job instability. And, uh, man, if you if you find yourself that way, we want you to send us a message, infogctlh.org. We want to know because we have people from time to time that uh, let us know of job availability. So we want to help. Or maybe you're a person that in your employment area, they are hiring. But why don't you message us as well and let's see if we can help our own body uh, kind of in a, in, a, in a difficult season right now also Josh mentioned uh, tomorrow we're going to be ministering to our senior adults we have a care package for you we're going to call you in advance if we're coming to your house that particular day we're going to set the care package on your porch ring the doorbell back into the front yard you can come on the porch you can stay in your house we just want to pray over you and we just want you to know that we love you there's also another opportunity to serve through our, our local schools Bose, take a moment just tell them about that
1: Yes, so uh, we have a lot of students in uh, here in Tallahassee who uh, have opportunities to get meals through Leon County Schools. There's a lot of restaurants who are serving meals to kids throughout uh, this week. Uh, but we have kids right here in our own neighborhood who have no, who don't have the ability to get to the schools or get to those restaurants. So we're going to be partnering with Uncle Matty O's and some different businesses to help take meals to those kids right in their neighborhood so they don't have to worry about how they're going to get a meal this week. Uh, so we need volunteers. Uh, we're following the CDC guidelines we're only allowing eight volunteers uh, every day it's gonna be really safe as safe as we can make it uh, but we're gonna go straight into those neighborhoods in their main offices And we're looking at serving 100 100 to 150 kids uh, Monday through Friday. Uh, It's 11 to one, we'll serve at 12. There's a little prep time before and clean up afterwards. But we're gonna be serving kids right here in our own church neighborhood, in some of the communities right here uh, within walking distance of our church. So if you can help us out, uh, there's a link on Facebook in the church email that's been sent out. You can go on there today and sign up and uh, you can greatly help us out with that.
0: And then one more thing, Uh, this coming Friday night, here at the church from 6 to 8. We're going to have an ice cream truck here. Uh, you can drive by, get some ice cream. We're going to pay for it. We'll have worship music in the parking lot. You can park, you know, the, the right distances and either we'll release you one at a time to get your ice cream or we may just be your servers. We may come to your window and take your order but just something fun to get you out of the house. It's free from 6 to 8 uh, this coming Friday night and we'll let you know a little bit more information about that. Thank you, guys. We appreciate it. Hey, I want to say thanks to our worship team, production, and live stream that came uh, today and help uh, help kind of uh, facilitate this uh, online experience. So, hey, in a moment, I'm going to be reading out of Numbers chapter 21 and John chapter 3. If you'll just go ahead and turn there. I'll be there in just a moment. But just let me say, first of all, hey, I miss you. I, I just miss you. Uh, it's very unusual and very awkward Uh, Here today without a church full of people, I have my routines on Sunday morning. I come out of my office and I go downstairs and there's always kids checking in for uh, GC kids. And I give them high fives, say hello to the parents for a moment. Then I take a right turn and I come down the sidewalk and I usually walk in with a few families and wave to cars as they're coming in and that 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 didn't happen this morning. Normally I see a, a greeter when I walk in and and that didn't happen this morning. And I, I walk over to the cafe all the time and to get a donut. There's never a donut. Eight dozen donuts a week wiped out and there was still nothing today. So nothing, nothing changed about that. But come in the sanctuary and, you know, shake hands and, you know, I, that didn't happen this morning. And then you know, just hearing your voices in worship. You know, I just I just miss that. So I just, I want you to know this morning, I, I miss you. This thing's going to be over. You know, we're going to get through this thing. I just want you to, Just want you to know that. Today was supposed to be merged Sunday as well. Our students were going to lead, our high school students, our fine arts team. And I promise you, we value you and we're going to reschedule that on a day that we can celebrate our student ministry today. But I just, I want you to know, even though we're kind of scattered this morning and looking from, watching from different locations today, we're still one church. We're Generations Church. We're a family, we're a fellowship. We're a body. We're going to get through this thing, I promise, and we're going to be gathered back here again soon in the presence of God on a Sunday. So just wanted to say that this morning. Before I I read in numbers, there's just a couple of things I just want to mention that have kind of been on my my heart. Uh, The season that we're in now is a season where we need to make sure that we're caring for other people. Uh, We need to watch out for other people. You know, the Jesus told the story of a good Samaritan where a man was beaten and left half dead. Two people passed by that didn't even care to stop. But there was one man that, that came by, and, and, and he stands out for a couple of reasons. Number one, he stopped because he cared and then also God had given him some resources to help in this situation so the man stopped and there were a few little simple things that God had placed in him that he helped this man with and i just want to say today to the to the body of christ you know sympathy is an empty emotion to be going man i really feel for the single mom and the senior adult without helping sympathy is 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 empty so they're there are people maybe God's given you a few resources maybe you're not wealthy but this is the good samaritan moment for you to be alert and aware of of what's happening look social distancing does not provide an excuse for lack of involvement there are ways that we can still minister in our in our world and in our church and uh, so just just want to say you know this is the moment that we pay for pay attention to the widow and the orphan and the single mom and the refugee and the senior adult and those that are at risk so if God's given you a few resources this is your moment not to hoard but this is your moment to bless and be a blessing and I promise you whatever you give out in this moment God will honor and he'll be generous he'll be generous back to you also want to just say too you know we, we know there's a lot of unusual things going on in the world and and we have a world uh, that is faced with fear and panic and i just want to say to the to the body of christ don't live in fear and panic you know we see what's we see what's going on but we have some promises that will sustain us during this particular time. Psalms 91 says, He that dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall live in the shadow of the Almighty. So if I am living in the shadow of the Almighty, that means I'm very close in proximity. And if I'm that close to God, listen, He's going to take care of me, so we don't need to live in fear and panic because you know what fear can do fear has a way of helping us lose perspective and remember things that we've learned all throughout our faith uh, Matthew chapter 14 man the disciples they were on the you know on the, uh, the, the sea and the winds were buffeting and Jesus himself came to rescue them but because of their fear they thought it was a ghost They were so afraid. Listen, when you start looking through the lens of fear and panic, even at what God is doing sometimes, fear will kind of cloud that away. And and man, Jesus got close enough finally that they fixed their eyes on Jesus. And Peter said, hey, I want to come to you In in the same sea. You know where there was all this fear and panic. Now Peter said, "Hey, I want to come to you." And Peter has his eyes fixed on Jesus, and he starts to walk in the water. He looks away temporarily because fear and panic sometimes can make us forget some of those great eternal lessons that we've learned in the body of Christ. So I want to say today: be aware of what's going on in the world, but for the child of God, we don't leer, We don't live in panic. And I want to give you this. This scripture, don't be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your request to God. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. So when we seek him and lean into him, there is a peace that transcends all circumstances. There's an inner peace that God says to the child of God, I've got this. I'm in control. So we don't want to live in fear and panic. Well, this past week was a really unusual week for everyone, especially, you know, here around the, around the church. When we got home from connect groups on Sunday night, man, we got the notification that, you know, no groups of more than 50. So while I pondered that, came to the office on Monday, got with our team, and we worked on what church and ministry would look like Uh, Being 50 and under we worked you know all day on that had some meetings on that I sent out some the end of the day. I kind of sent out some notifications to Leaders of you know what this looks like I drive home get home and they've changed it from 50 to 10 Wow, so you know I think I'm pondering that come back to church on Tuesday we meet again trying to figure out you know, what church and ministry looks like when you don't have groups of, of 10 or, or 10 or more. And, you know, so we worked out that, we notified our leaders, we made a video. And I go home that night and I've just got this sadness in my heart. I was just like down and I couldn't, I was like, why? Did something happen today? Did, why, why are you so sad? And then I just, I just realized maybe the the effect of, man, not just everything going along, but everything at the church. See, we were, you know, like this morning I'm supposed to be in Cuba. I'm supposed to be preaching at a church in Cuba. We had to cancel a couple of missions trips. We had to cancel some great, you know, community building events that we had coming up. We had to postpone things. We had to really kind of can reconfigure church life and it just brought this sadness on my heart cuz we're all about kingdom expansion and i just just tuesday night i was just i was just down as really the impact of what's going on in our world just kind of settled in and man it was things were shifting so rapidly we could every decision we made was almost obsolete when we made that decision so i just want to say to you that we cannot Approach this day or this season without asking what is happening in our world. There's a tremendous shaking that's going on. And no one is exempt to the shaking that is happening in our world. Communist countries that would never let the gospel in are, ex- are not exempt. Muslim countries that would never let the gospel in is, 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 not, is not exempt. Wealthy countries like ours is not exempt from this shaking. Wealthy people, famous people are not exempt in this moment where there's this shaking and everyone's wondering what is going on. What's the message? Is there a big picture behind this moment? Early in January or late late December, I felt like God just started speaking some really heavy things to my heart. And I just started writing them down and processing what the lord was was saying to me in that moment and man is this a message that i'm to preach a message of warning but i never never really found the liberty to share that or found the right opening or time so i just took those things that i felt like the lord was saying to me and i just stuck them in a document and put them put it away and and to be honest i forgot about those until like Wednesday and I pulled those things back out that I felt like God shared with me you know several months ago and the events of this past you know season man have just uh, clarified and crystallized those things in my heart in in Numbers chapter 21 and before I read that you got to set this up just a little bit. Back in Genesis, when the Hebrews were uh, under great, you know, oppression uh, by the Egyptians, the Bible says that God heard their cries. He saw their oppression and He heard their cries, and His heart was moved by the cries of the Hebrews. So He sent the deliverer. He sent Moses. He set a, a plan of deliverance in action for that. For that particular moment, and you know the story of the deliverance of the of the Hebrews and the Red Sea, and so this passage is post Red Sea, probably several several years. But I want to read the first part of that, and, and then I'll come back to the last part of that later. It says the people, uh, the people grew impatient along the way. They spoke against God and against Moses and said why have you brought us up out of egypt to die in the wilderness there is no bread there is no water and in a great boast of arrogance we detest this miserable food and the lord sent venomous snakes among them and they bit the people and many of many israelites died listen it's an unprecedented season that we are that we are living in now if you'd have told me a month ago that there would be in one month grocery store shelves would be empty. We would not be able to physically have church on the property. The president would declare a national emergency, that there would be panic in our nation, that schools and colleges would be closed and a significant portion of our country would be under quarantine. We would have all said at that moment, you're crazy. You don't know what you're talking about. But I'm telling you, listen to me. There is a shaking that is going on in this world. Every idol that we've known has fallen or is falling. Sports arenas are empty. Baseball fields are locked. Professional and college sports have canceled their seasons. Movie theaters are empty. The the lights of Broadway have dimmed. And God has cleared the canvas of this world and silenced all of the world so that there can be clarity in this moment of the message that He wants to say. You want to know what God is saying in this moment? I'll tell you in just a minute. He wants there to be clarity. And the message that he wants everyone to hear in this world, that there, is a t- that there is the time and it is now that we repent of our sins in our nation and in our, in our world and we turn back to God. That's the message of this moment. You want to know what God's saying? That's what God is saying. Folks, listen. This is a wake-up call. This is a wake-up call to you as an individual. It's a wake-up call to you in the church. It's a wake-up call to our nation that that God is saying to you, Hey, you better pay attention to me. If I've I've ever seen a wake-up call before, it is now. God is shaking and God is speaking. This is not the first time that God has tried to get our attention through shakings and awakenings. Go back to World War II a very clear message to the world of the evil and the darkness of mankind and the goodness of mankind. It was made very clear about the evil and, and, and sin of, 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 of man. And, and we heard that message for a period of time but we got to the 60s and we began to kind of stray again and kind of walk in our, our own path and our own wisdom. Less than 20 years ago, towers fell and our hearts were broken and we wept a little while but we did not repent we did not turn from our ways god tried something else how about blessing and affluence Man, the past you know 6 7 years has been unprecedented in god's blessing upon our nation wow i mean we're 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 living in a you know in a in an unprecedented time because the lord is trying this. Romans 2 said that the kindness of God is intended to bring you to repentance. So we kind of missed the message of, of the shaking, and he tries something else. I'm going to try blessing. I'm going to bless everyone. But you know what? We miss that message. We miss that message as well, because we were just like the Hebrews that took the gold as they left as they left Egypt and they made a calf out of it. We took the very affluence that God gave us and we made idols with it, materialism and and affluence that kind of pulled us away from God and the church. Folks, everything is being shaken. Idols are falling. We look at a nation and we've always prided ourselves on its prosperity and its wealth. We looked just a month ago and we saw Dow Jones at the highest that it's ever been we saw unemployment as as low as it's ever been but almost overnight it's gone trillions of dollars of wealth overnight it's gone and this is a shaking an economic shaking that is worldwide every politician understands the the economic ramifications of this of of, of what we're going through at this point we've always pointed to our Economic strength. But that economic strength has masked the deep spiritual darkness that our nation has been in. Pride comes before a fall. Even the economy here is shaking. Our political system is corrupt. I've never seen the arrogance and the corruption and the hate and the selfishness and greed like we see now. But we've turned our back on God. And this is, this is the result of that. Hosea saw this and we're in that moment now. He said they've sown a wind and they're reaping a whirlwind. Instead of a nation giving praise to God for its abundant blessing, now we have ridiculed faith and people of faith. And the religion of this country is now secular, secularism and humanism. Oh, how quickly we've fallen, folks. We're walking down a dangerous path. We're walking down a danger, dangerous path. There are permanent cracks that are appearing in this democratic form of government that we've always known and my heart is grieved by what I see. How quickly we are fallen. The pride and arrogance of the worldwide politicians are gone. You look on their faces today and there's a blank stare. They're not sure what to do. This is not a call for political engagement. But this is a call to the church to fast and pray and seek God. This is a call to a nation to repent and turn to God. We are quickly walking down a path of no return. Spiritual warfare is not fought through political parties. And our hope in this moment does not rest through the rise or fall of a politician or a political party. Our only hope as a country is to return to God. To repent and return to God. This is also a call to the church. This is a call to the church. To the lazy, sleeping, lukewarm church. This is a holy awakening from God. Holy awakening. We've had other awakenings and shakings before, but we've kind of slept our way through it. This is a reminder to the church and a call To the church to return to holiness. To return to the prayer closet. To find the secret place of God that you will only find close to Him. This is a call to the church to pray. This is a call to the church to be active in its world. And share the gospel. This is a call and awakening to the church. Romans says to the church, Don't you understand the present time? The hour has already come for you to wake up from your slumber because our salvation is nearer now than we first believed. The night is nearly over and the day is almost here. God's shaking. God's speaking. There's a huge shaking in the world today. Are you hearing that message? Are you seeing that message? Let's go back to Numbers. They were in trouble with God. And it says, the people came to Moses and said, we've sinned. We spoke against the Lord and with, against you. Pray that the Lord will take the snakes from us. So Moses prayed for the people. And the, the Lord said, make a snake and put it up on a pole. And anyone who is bitten can look at it and live. So Moses made a bronze snake and put it on the pole. And anyone that was bitten by the snake looked at the bronze snake and they lived. Can I just remind you this morning that God is not a... God of judgment, God is a God of relationship and healing and restoration. God is a, a filled like, like an like a earthly father with love, wanting to reach out and, and put his arms around you. In that moment when he was angry, man, when people turned, God brought healing through Moses. But there's a greater message in this moment that I want you to see. John chapter 3 and verse 14, Jesus is speaking and he makes reference to this passage that we just read. It said, just as Moses lifted up the snake in the wilderness, so must the Son of Man be lifted up that everyone who believes in him Must have eternal life. You want to know the message of this hour. It is a message of love. It is a message of grace. This is a message of God extending his hand in a difficult time. Most of you would never listen to a gospel message in a time of peace and affluence. So there are times that the Lord has to shake things in our lives so that we will pay attention. Some of you are watching a live stream this morning and you would have never watched it before. And look at the next verse, John 13, 14, and then it goes to 16. And you know this, for God so loved the world that He gave His one and only Son that everyone who believes in Him shall not perish, but have eternal life. For God did not send His Son into the world to condemn the world, but to save the world through Him. That's the message. That's the message of this moment is a cross. The loving Savior extended to this world and to this nation and to this community and to this church about, about God's love. He is a God of love. He is a God of forgiveness. He is a God of healing. He is a God of restoration. And this morning, He's reaching out to you today. As the Hebrews called on God for forgiveness and healing, I would say to you, please do that in this hour. Please do that. God may be speaking to some of you individually this morning. Maybe you're away from the Lord. Maybe you're just kind of watching a live stream that just kind of ran across your feet. I just want you to know, man, this message is for you today. It's a personal message. God's shaking the world, but he's trying to get your attention as well. As a nation, as a nation. That we 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 have a response in this moment now. Most of you have heard this passage before. And most of you could quote it. If my people who were called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek uh, and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven and I will forgive their sin and heal their land. We all kind of know that. It's kind of one of those passages that everybody knows in the church. But the passages before that are very important. Verse 13, it says, When I shut up the heavens so there is no rain or command locusts to devour the land or send a plague among my people, in that moment, if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven Forgive their sin and I will heal their land. This is a call in the moment when everything is shaking. This is a call nationwide, groups of people, large groups to turn to God and to serve God. Listen, I want the worship team to come. We're just going to take a moment and we're going to go to a time of prayer. Go to a time of prayer this morning. There's lots of things going on. I'm going to give you this list of of things to pray this morning we're going to pray for the lost the sick and suffering we're going to pray for medical personnel we're going to pray for governmental leaders people whose jobs have been affected we're going to pray for missionaries we're going to do that we're just going to turn this into a prayer meeting in just a moment but our first prayer is for those who are lost and you're away from God maybe you're kind of panicked in this moment and you're going hey what's going on in this world maybe you're the prodigal raised up in the church and you've walked away from the church this moment is a call to the prodigal because if you won't come back in this moment you won't ever come back this is a call to the lost those that are away from God those that have kind of drifted unintentionally there's a prayer that they're going to put on this screen and I'm going to lead that prayer because before we go any further we want to make sure Make sure that everyone has that opportunity as God is shaking everything so that there will be a clarity in this moment of the message. I want to make sure and that you have that opportunity to make your heart right with God. So There's a prayer on your screen. I'm going to pray for you and I'm going to pray that prayer. But we're going to turn this moment into a prayer meeting. So wherever you're at, whatever place you're at, whatever your home is, this is going to be a sanctuary for the next few moments of prayer. So, Lord, we just come before you this moment, this morning. Lord, and I pray for those that are away from God. I pray for those that are lost. I pray for prodigals today. I pray for those, Lord, who for whatever reason, Lord, they've never heard the message of the gospel. Lord, I pray for them. Holy Spirit, draw them wherever they're at as they pray this prayer. Lord Jesus, I know that I'm a sinner. And I ask for your forgiveness. I believe you died for my sins and rose from the dead. I turn from my sins and invite you to come into my heart and life. I want to trust you, to trust and follow you as my Lord and Savior. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Hey, If that's you, man, if that's you, God bless you. That's, that's, the, that's what this moment is for is turning to God, man. And if you do us a favor, man, those online moderators are paying attention, man. Put a put a message up there. We'll we'll message you privately. Go, hey, I've turned my life over to the Lord. I prayed that prayer. We'll know what that means, and we're going to message you. We're going to message you privately. But let's let's continue in our prayer this morning, Lord. We pray for the sick and the suffering around the world. Oh God, we pray, Lord. Lord, wonderful people in China, in Italy, and around the world, Lord, they're suffering. Lord, we pray the hand of God would stay, Lord, this virus. Lord, we pray, Lord, we we pray we repent of our sin, Lord. And we pray, God, that, that you would stay this virus, that you would get the glory for that. Lord, we pray for sick and suffering even in our own nation today. Lord, we pray, God, we pray that this plague would be stopped. And Lord, we'll give you the glory, Lord, with this miraculous a miraculous stop in the world. Lord, we pray for those that are sick. We pray for those that are suffering. We pray this morning for those that have lost loved ones and they are grieving. Lord, we pray for those who are in quarantine. And Lord, they are fearful at this moment. Lord, we pray over them today. God, we pray that you would speak. And Lord, we pray and speak your healing presence in Jesus' name. Lord, we pray over medical personnel. We pray over first responders today. Lord those that are on the front lines battling an invisible enemy Lord we thank you for every doctor every nurse Lord every medical personnel that is putting themselves in harm's way Lord we pray the blessing and the touch of the Lord let it rest upon them Lord we thank you Lord for their courage and Lord we pray you would keep your hand upon them and their families Lord we pray for those that are working in in, in laboratories and working with infectious disease to try to find a vaccine Lord we pray for wisdom. Lord, we pray for for protection upon them now. Lord, we pray. We pray that you'd keep your hand upon them. Lord, we pray for our governmental leaders. God, we pray that this will be a moment, Lord, that they realize humility and asking for God's help and grace is what is needed. We pray for wisdom upon them, Lord. We pray for our world health leaders for wisdom. In every nation, those that are dealing with This virus, Lord, we pray for wisdom, Lord, not panic, not fear, but Lord, a wisdom that comes from the Lord. We pray that you would keep them from harm, and we thank you for those that serve as our leaders. Lord, we pray for those whose jobs and employment has been affected, Lord. We pray for those that have just panic in their hearts, Lord. They're not sure. They're not sure Lord how they will provide for their families Lord we pray in this moment Lord we pray in this moment God that you would speak of peace Lord there'll be unusual resources Lord there'll be doors that will open there'll be unusual blessings seasons of blessing God I pray for God's people I pray for those who are concerned they're, they're, they're business owners Lord they they own their own businesses Lord they're concerned Lord about their employees Lord I pray I pray, God, you'll bless them, Lord. I pray, I pray for them this morning. Lord, we pray for missionaries around the world. Some of them are even quarantined. We pray for Greg Mundus. We pray for the carpenters. We pray for Ron Maddox, our own aging missionaries, Lord, that have this virus. Lord, we pray over them today. We pray for our missionary family, Lord. We pray, God, you'll keep your hand upon them. But, Lord, even in a dire situation, Lord, let there be opportunities for the light of the gospel to shine. We pray for the church around the world. Lord, we pray for believers around the world right now, Lord. We pray if there was ever a moment, Lord, for the church to rise up and shine, Lord, it's this moment. God, we pray, we pray, we pray over them. Today, we pray over them. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. I'm going to read and pray Psalms 91. Over you this morning, and I just want you just to receive it today. Just let let God's word just penetrate your heart. Psalms 91 Whoever dwells in the shelter of the Most High will rest in the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress, my God in whom I trust. Surely He will save you from the fowler's snare. And from the deadly pestilence. He will cover you with his feathers. And under his wings. You will find refuge. And his faithfulness. In this moment will be your shield and rampart. You will not fear. You will not fear the terror of night. Nor the hour, the arrow that flies by day. Nor the pestilence that stalks in darkness. Nor the plague that destroys at midday. If you say, the Lord is my refuge and make you the most high your dwelling, then no harm will overtake you. No disease will come near your dwelling for He will command His angels concerning you to guard you in all ways. God, we pray Psalms 91 this morning. We pray Psalms 91. I want to pray over you this morning the priestly blessing of Numbers chapter 6. You may know this. If you do, you can say it. They'll put it up on the screen as well. But I want you just to receive this blessing this morning. And then we're just going to take a moment in worship. We're going to sing this song. And I just want you to praise God wherever you're at. I want you to magnify Him. Number 6. May the Lord bless and keep you. May the Lord make His face shine upon you and be gracious to you. May the Lord turn His face towards you and give you peace. Lord bless you and keep you Make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord is his face toward you.